Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Joe Vore Podcast, JB Podcast Network, the Bachelor Roundup season premiere of The Bachelor. Joe Vore, Daniel McGuire, New Year. Same us. We are back recapping. We got just got done with The Bachelorette. Took a little time off. The Bachelor's back. So are we. Daniel, how you feeling? How's the New Year treating you? What did you think about this episode? Yeah, this episode was good. It brought back some memories. Um, it's crazy. I did my show five years ago. <laughs> Thinking about it. Um, well, we filmed it 2016 March. And why it also brings back memories is because they're filming in Nemecolon, Pennsylvania, which is right. a small little town. I don't even know if it's a town. In a sm- little area um, to the west side of Pennsylvania. And uh, it's just such a random spot. Anyway, so that's where they're filming the current season. Yep. Um, I guess they just have a, a situation or a, a, a deal with the the, area, the city or not city, but the, the town and the maybe hotel. So they're going to film there, which I don't know if I feel bad or not, because it's not not to make fun of the area or not to put down if anyone lives there that's listening. You know, it's just, I don't know, it's not that special, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, I guess it doesn't make a huge difference. The venue, the venue looks beautiful, and it, I guess it really doesn't matter what the town is like around it because they can't do do anything or leave anyways. Well, I just mean it'd be nice, maybe, or for if you were in the mountains or maybe on the beach or on a lake or something. But you must not be a golf fan. The golf course looks beautiful. Yeah, but uh, yeah, brought set back some memories um, for sure. So, what do you think? Do you like? these different locations versus the mansion, maybe where you have a little bit more space, you're a little bit more spread out. Obviously the downside to this is they aren't doing the world traveling like they do in not in the non COVID seasons. Um, but do you think you would like being in the mansion better or being at one of the, one of these places at a hotel at a resort where maybe you have a little bit more space because people see the mansion and it looks glorious, but you guys are kind of packed in there. Like all of a sudden it's freshman year at college again. No, it's definitely like you're at college, you know, you have uh, bunk beds, um, you know, anywhere from six to 12 people in a room. Um, so it can be hard to sleep and, you know, have my, you know, have no space. So it is like college. Um, so yeah, these resorts may, you know, should probably have more space. So you'd hope that it was better, but the, 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 the um, bachelorette or bachelor mansion is not too bad. They have a pool. The view's not bad. Um, and it's like kind of the original spot, but from there, obviously everyone goes travel, but obviously you can't go traveling right now. So, right, right. Yeah. They're actually using, they're, they're uh, renting the ma- uh, the mansion out as an Airbnb right now. Yeah. I, I actually heard that it burnt down. I don't know if that was true or not. No, it was, it was in the area, but it was never burnt down. It was, it was, yeah, that's, the, that's the was, fire yeah. was threatening to burn it down when those Malibu fires happened. Um, okay, so let's get to this episode. New season means new limo intros where they go around the limo and the, the intros, they're ridiculous. So I wanted to ask you because when we started doing this, it was after the premiere. So we didn't never talked about really any big limo intros when we were talking about The Bachelorette. So these are always crazy, always quirky. We're going to talk about what happened on the show, but I want to start with asking you, who comes up with these crazy ideas? Do the contestants come up with it? Do the producers come up with it? Is it um, a mix? Do you really have much of a choice? And then I want to know what you did for yours. Was yours out of the ordinary? I want to know what yours was like. Well, before we even get to that, I think we should like address the elephant in the room, which 
Matt seems like a great guy, and he's, a, I guess, the first black uh, bachelor. But I'm just wondering why they didn't choose a previous black, you know, bachelor contestant. Because if I was one of them, I'd be insulted. I just, well, why? Well, do you know for a fact, did they talk to them first? Well, you think, I mean, out of that, I don't know how many, let's just say a dozen guys that have been on these shows over the years, and none of them wanted to do it? Come on. Like, I don't know. every dream to choose out of 30 girls, you know, get a couple hundred thousand dollars off right off the bat. And then, you know, you're at half a million, million followers. You're kind of, you could be set potentially for life. So I, I don't know anyone would say no, but let's say, okay, one or two say no, but you're telling me every guy said no. So I just, it's just crazy that they, they just went and used someone else. Um, obviously that has some benefits as well, you know, fresh face, but I just, it's just crazy. They just, they just went totally the other, the other direction. And like I said, Matt seems like a decent guy. Obviously, they're um, they're gonna pick a decent guy and they're gonna edit him so that he looks good. Um, they're not gonna edit him so he looks like an asshole. And then, you know, people are like bitching, complaining the whole time. Unless you're Peter. Uh, I'm not saying that it's edit for him, but um, that you know that helps. You know, if you if I was editor, I'm gonna edit myself to make myself look amazing and not edit show anything bad, right? But um, yeah, anyways, I was just it just I was just wanted to mention that before we get into everything else. I don't know what do you think. Well, you know, I would want to know the full story. I would want to know, you know, did they talk to everyone? And, and I understand there have been multiple guys over the years that they could have gone back. I know a big uh, name, I believe his name was Mike. He was a really popular contestant on The Bachelorette. He was a great guy. He would have been a great choice. My guess is that they would have talked to him um, because I think they wanted to you know, make an effort to have some more diversity, not only in the contestants, but also who is the main bachelorette or the bachelor. Um, I think Mike would have been great. I assume that they would have talked to Mike, but I don't know what Mike has going on in his life. I don't know if he currently has a relationship. If he said no, it wasn't the right time because of the COVID stuff. I don't know. Um, but just because Matt is our bachelor this year and, you know, it's a year of first, the COVID's different. So I think it's kind of, it's, it's different. Um, but I think it's also kind of cool that they've used someone that hasn't been through the system. And, and it's also it's cool for him. No, it's, de no, it's definitely cool for him. And, but, you know, it doesn't mean that maybe any of those other guys won't be the bachelor in the future. I would be a little bit, I'd be hurt, you know. Um, am I not good enough? Am I, what's wrong with me? And why don't they choose us instead of, you know, I just feel like I would just. Yeah, it was, I don't know. Well, it is what it is, here's, but... here's something that you've brought up continuously with the producers and stuff behind the scenes. Do you think that they care? Do you think who cares? Do you think the people that are in, in charge of the casting and that stuff, do you think that they really care how those other people feel? Not at all. No, <laughs> so so I think that kind of answers our question here. I know we're debating it back and forth, but I think at the end of the day, whoever's in charge really doesn't care. They thought this would be the best. They wanted to go this way. And that's why we are where we are. As for the fans, or the, or not the people who watch, you know, like use the term fans, it makes it, you sound, you know, inferior or something like that. But um, as for the people watching, you think, I think some of them were kind of, I, I mean, I remember when it first popped up, I was looking at some of the comments, just with, curious what people thought. And a lot of people were like, who the heck is this guy? Why are they using this guy? And stuff right. like that. Kind of what I was thinking as well. But I mean, good for Matt. I mean, like I said, every guy's dream. Yeah, but I think Matt will be great. I think he had a really good, uh, strong season opener. So let's get into these limo intros. Back to what I was asking you. Who comes up with these because they're totally crazy? Do the contestants have any sort of say? Are these all the producers doing? And what was your limo intro like? <laughs> so I had not seen the show uh, previous to when I'm going on, besides five minutes here and there. 
so I didn't realize that, yeah, I could have asked for something or like, you know, I realized that there's potential to do big things or come in on a horse or come in in your own Bentley or whatever. Um, so I didn't realize that. So when they asked me, what are you going to do or, uh, when you come out of the limousine? I said, what do you mean? And they're like, what are you going to do or say? I'm like, I don't know. Just hello. My name's Daniel. I wasn't thinking of much because I hadn't seen the show. And I'm not much for, you know, being using gimmicks. You know, I just figured to use my personality or just be who I am. And, uh, you know, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have to feel like I have to bring out, you know, a dildo to make myself stand <laughs> out. But that being said, good on her. I, and yeah. I, thought it was, I thought it was pretty funny. It was funny. I thought it was entertaining. But so the producers will give you can give you suggestions for me. I was like, I don't know. I, we won't get into mine because it's a long story, but I didn't mind was kind of, I try to be funny, but it ended up working out because Jojo had, didn't realize what I was talking about. It was kind of like not an inside joke, but a joke that she didn't understand. Yeah. So it kind of backfired. But anyways, it ended up working out because it ended up going on Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, maybe help me get it on Paradise. I don't know. Yeah. But the producers will be like, yes, you can do that. You can't do this. Like, yes, we can get you a, 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 a horse. Yes, we get you a Bentley. No, we can't get you a plane or whatever, you know? Right. So there's only so much they can do. And they maybe will help give you suggestions or work with you, you know? So it is the cast members coming up with these ideas or just, you know, shooting the shit back and forth. The producer will be like, hey, yeah, what about this? What about that? Gotcha. So there's some collaboration. I, I love watching these, especially the setup here where everyone, it reminded me of the office when Andy and Dwight are having that duel over Angela and everyone's looking out the conference room windows at what's going on. This reminded it, it was the exact same scene where everyone that was coming in, the girls that have already met Matt are inside the house, like out looking out of, out of the window, seeing what people were doing. It was cracking me up. And, and just to back up on what I was saying, like, obviously I like to be myself, but have, now I'm watching these shows, these seasons, or this one season, is that, yeah, you do need to stand out the first night because there's like 30 people, right? So, yeah, you, you might not have to ride in, you know, on a, on a horse with a cape, but something that will still stand out. Um, I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Obviously, the dildo's, you know, pretty out there. But uh, it does help, I think, to do come up. No, you don't have to, it have to be gimmicky. Just maybe something funny. Yeah, yeah. I thought the ones, so let's talk about the standouts. A couple of them were pretty simple. We're funny. Then we'll talk about Queen Victoria for the love of God. So obviously the first one that stood out was Kylie who came walking with the lingerie and the little, um, you know, the little like rolling closet where she had a couple dresses. She had Matt pick. So she makes a statement with the lingerie. She looks good, but it's also kind of a fun, simple gimmicky thing. Like she she looks good, but she's still covered up enough to where it's like not too aggressive, and then it, and then it's interactive with Matt, so it gives him a choice. I liked it a lot. Some people might think it's cocky or, or obnoxious. I liked it. I did again, too. She's not walking in there with a see through you know garbage bag or whatever. <laughs> um, she she looked her body looked good. She she didn't come across as overly cocky and. I liked comments. He, he, he seemed to like it. No, he did. It was right up his alley. And then, of course, Katie, we've already mentioned it a few times with the vibrator. Um, that was really funny. The only time where it got a little bit old, so that's like a good bit. And it works the first couple of times. But then she kept bringing it up and she was tapping people with it. I'm like, okay. It's like, okay, Katie, you were she had this one thing that killed, right? It was funny. It's like a comedian with a bit. And now he just keeps saying it over and over again. Cause he knows, cause he or she knows that it works. And eventually it gets to be old. The vibrator got old pretty quick, but the first couple of times and initially cause of the shock value was really funny. 
I agree. I, I, I agree. I thought it was pretty entertaining as well at the beginning. And then I, again, I thought, okay, it's getting kind of old. But she still kind of made some funny things. She's like, I always wanted something about, you know, hitting a beauty queen on the, on the shoulder with a dildo. I thought that was right. pretty funny. And then the it social was. distancing thing. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of playing it again. But it was on the edge of being too much. I agree. Yeah, yeah. She, she did it one too many times. But that's okay because it, it was going pretty well um, for most of the night. And then, of course, at the very – our very last standout here – for one that I didn't like it, it, it's, you know, I watched this show ironically, sarcastically more for their entertainment value. So Victoria is one of my favorite characters. You know that she's just there for drama. She calls herself the queen. She comes in on the throne being carried by people. She has the tiara on. She gives Mike or excuse me, Matt, uh, the, the, the crown. I'm like, who she's calling herself the queen. She's in there saying, Oh, the queen has arrived bitches. She thinks that she's the queen of England. And this is how you quickly become within the house public enemy number one. Yeah, I mean, as you know, as a viewer watching this, especially me being have been on all these shows, okay, is she doing this for ratings? Is she trying trying to do this to get more um, followers? Is she trying to do this to get on another season? I can understand that. Yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out if that's actually you know who she is. Um, you know, probably not. You know. You'd have to be out of your mind to always be like that. You know, maybe she's putting on a little bit of a you yeah. know, show, but yeah, she's definitely gonna rub people the wrong way. That's for sure. Um, like the other girls, right? And I, I, she hasn't pissed me off yet, just because again, I give I give these cast members so much benefit of the doubt, and right? Give leeway because I've been on the shows and I've been edited certain ways, and I know how it is. So. I, I was looking at her. I'm like, is she like, she almost seems like, like, a little too, like, is she really drunk? She just, yeah. You know, I well, I mean, I know they limited how much alcohol they have right now. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, well, as soon as she walked in the door before she would have had anything to drink, I really don't think you can edit this any other way. When you come in and announce yourself, the queen has arrived bitches. I would turn around and be like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, that's hard to argue against that one. People on these shows too much just because I've been on it. Right. So, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, she did come across as kind of like, oh man, a little too yeah. cringe, a little too cringy. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy watching her. She's definitely gonna stick around for probably at least one more week. So I guess they, they included her and she got she got the rose because yeah. drama, right? Right, and of course she gets the final rose. Spoiler alert! But everyone knows we'll talk about that um, at the end. And then to wrap up, so all the girls have come in. Matt comes in to address all of them, and this was really funny. Um, not what Matt did, you know, I think it's totally fine. So Matt did kind of a, a group prayer thing, but all I could think of were, were the girls like, Oh, need to make sure I update my Instagram bio follower of Jesus, put the little amen hands. I was like, yeah, that's all I was thinking. Like, Oh, I'm not much of a prayer girl, but Matt's hot. And I'm just going to bow my head here and be a good follower uh -huh. of Jesus. I'm not a, I'm not a religious person either. And so when he said that, I'm like, okay, whatever, teach your own. Yeah. And then, but I was thinking to myself, the girls that are religious there probably just like, Head over heels, just love that. Oh yeah, and they were just eating it up. Right, and you know some of the girls were like almost tearing up and stuff. I'm like, okay, now, like, oh my god, come on! I just like first night. Right, you don't even know the guy. So no, we're, we're, like, no, again, it's yeah. the same when guys on like uh, what like my season or previous seasons. They're just the first day. They're head over heels. I'm just like, come on, you don't even know the girl. I know. Well, well, real. Here's a factor, and I noticed it with some of the guys early on, and we're going to talk about with some of the girls. I feel like, for lack of a better term, I think because of the pandemic and people have been alone for so long, I think people are extra horny, extra lonely. 
and they're like, they're already kind of charged up and so happy to be interacting with any sort of people and have any sort of romantic interest that I feel like it's a little, it could be a little bit heightened because of the situation. That's true. That's true. I'm not trying to make an excuse. I'm just saying that it's good. That could be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, just an extra factor. Um, so now it's time for the cocktail party. Um, now, uh, so, so like I said, we, we, the vibrator girl, um, like I already mentioned, she, she was overdoing it a little bit. A couple more of the jokes after the initial one were funny. Um, but now, now it's no, not so much. So now here's where queen Victoria really took over. She stole people a couple of times. She was one of these people, you know, like we've talked about, especially on the first night when there's so many girls, no, I mean, you get, if you're lucky to probably get what, two minutes. And I imagine you have to be so upset if someone comes in time after time when you're, when you like, if you come in and announce yourself as the queen and then you're stealing people repeatedly when everyone gets maybe two minutes, like how annoying is that? Yes, it is annoying. But for anyone that's seen the show, that's how it goes. Right. Your time, time is precious. You have to get second times if you, second dibs if you can, or, or right. see the guy or girl again. Um, so unless these people have never seen a show before, yes, they'd be insulted and they would be offended and be shocked, but that's the name of the game. It is a game in a sense, time. You want to get as much time as you can. So like what uh, Victoria said, these girls are idiots. It's like, yeah, well, I'm not getting on green with her at the same time. If you haven't seen the show, yeah. that's how it goes. And it's not the first time this has happened. It happens all the time where your, your time is limited. So you want to get as much as you can. And so, um, and that happened with mine as well. I think Chad went and got, uh, right. uh the first got maybe Jordan, a couple of people got two times with her. Yeah. And uh, it is what it is. I, you know, I was going to cry over it, but you have to be aggressive. And some of these girls, like, I didn't get to speak with them. Speak with them. And that's what happens. And it does happen. It's right. happened my season. Or I only got five minutes with her. That's what happens. That's the show. Yeah. This how realistic this show is. You only might only get five minutes with her yeah. every day. And people are tapping you on the shoulder. That's, I've said that millions of times. That's what it's like. It's very awkward. It's not natural. And it, and it sucks, but it is what it is. Yeah, because I'll always say, I don't feel bad for the people that sit around all night complaining, like, notice me, notice me. Because when there's 30 girls, and Matt, especially when he's never gone through this before, he's not going to notice you. He has so many things running through his head. The people that I do feel bad for are the people who have already talked to him. They're making an effort and talking to him for the first time, and they've been sitting there for 30 seconds, and Queen Victoria comes in with this bracelet that the that Chris Harrison made or Chris Harrison's, you know, niece made and gave to him to give to someone. And Matt's like, wow. Like, would you, if you let's, I like playing hypothetical with you. If you were Matt, if you were the bachelor, would you, do you think you would ever call someone out? Like, Hey, this is your third time. It's starting to get rude. Yeah. No, I'd be like, Oh yeah. I'd, I'd say something, especially. Yeah. Cause I don't think I've ever seen anyone be like, Hey, I'm talking to them. This is a bit ridiculous. I'm, I don't think I've ever seen that, but I think you would do it. Yeah, I mean, it's always hard to know when you're exactly in that situation. One thing that was funny with your talking about the girl, girls running at the time, I think it was it was Victoria. She sat down and said, "You got sneakers on, go run." I <laughs> yeah, that was, that was I pretty was funny. funny. That was really funny. Okay, like I can understand another girl get pissed off and like I'll go when I want to, or whatever. But got your sneak on. Yeah, no, that you're right. I forgot about that. That was really funny. And then I always feel bad for like. Um, like I like the one girl's intro who had the goat feet on where she was talking about like, you're the best of all time. You're the greatest of all time. Like 
like those, but that has to suck. Like you have to keep those on all night. Does that kind of like backfire on you a little bit? I don't know if you do have to keep it on all night. I'm not sure, but she uh, had them on. Yeah. I don't know if she had, maybe she had them on. I saw hard to know, but she was attractive. Yeah, for sure. So now we get to the point. Matt really starts to, you know, at least the way that it was shown to us, he really has his first kind of breakthrough of the night. Everyone's surface level, right? The first one to kind of break down that surface um, was Abigail, who is now she was she deaf in one year, deaf partially deaf. What 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 was? Do you remember exactly what her situation was? I she I know that I she's. Can hear, I can hear what was going on. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I knew, I set myself up for that one. Real rim shot right there. Okay, but anyways, that was a rim shot. That was like you're hitting the the, the drums, you know. Right, rim shot. Yep. Okay, sorry. I mean, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking rim shot like a basketball. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, I, no. We're on the same. We're on the same wavelength here. Um, yeah. So she ends up getting the first kiss of the night, and they just it just ended up being the perfect storm. They had a really good talk. Um, that kind of came out of like nowhere though. It kind of just went in. I was like surprised. Yeah, yeah, and so they end up being the first kiss of the night, and what do you think, and it always cracks me up, it seemed like some of the girls that were really complaining and really like, oh God, he went to grab the rose and he walked away, are always the girls who have just sat around all night drinking watered down cranberry vodka and haven't gotten up to, gotten to like go talk to him, as if he was going to give the rose to her, like she, he, he doesn't even know you exist, you haven't done anything tonight. Well, that's, that's, like, I, that's like I said, is that... If you have, if you've seen the show, you know how it goes. You know you need to go up and be aggressive. Yeah. You know you need to put your foot forward and make the moves. Yep. You can't just sit on the sidelines and wait for him to come up to you. So unless you've never seen the show before, I don't have no sympathy. Yep. No. I, absolutely. Absolutely. So she gets the first impression, Rose. Um, she's the only one that's safe as of right now. And we move into Rose ceremony time. And I want to talk about um, Marilyn who kept having the talking heads where she was like literally talking to the camera. She's like, I like you. Like, please like me, please notice me. Um, this is like major, like first sign of a psycho, right? Like if Matt saw this, there's no way she would have stayed around. Stage five clinger. Yeah, stage five virgin clinger wedding crasher style. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. But um, like what, just like what goes like, and so you say some of these get recorded after the fact, like, yeah. like that's still like the fact that she's saying that after the fact, after she knows that she probably, that she already has a rose that most seems like the first, the first day it's filmed. Cause they, they, they don't, it's, it, most of the stuff is filmed that day. Okay. But once they start doing too many days and they have to play catch up. Okay. Okay. Fair. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So we saw Marilyn who was one of my favorites. Cause I really didn't see her interact at all. And she's like, I like you. Like, please. Well, that, yeah, you like him. Like, that's why you're on the show. And she's like, please notice me. Um, then like we said earlier, um, in our podcast here, the final rose does go to Victoria. You knew that she was going to stick around. She's going to stick around at least, you know, she's going to survive one to two more rose ceremony tops. And, you know, we're going to get some, go ahead. So predictable. Yeah. 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 So predictable. So not much drama there. Um, at all. Um, no one that I really, did, did anyone catch your eye? You know who I kind of like, um, is the, uh, she's like the fashion entrepreneur. I think her name is Kit. She had like the different, she had a very like interesting dress on it. it had like a bow on the front and like some, I don't even know what you would call it, like fur or something on the dress. She was kind of cute. Yeah, she kind of stuck out to me. About, I know you're talking about. Yeah. I kind of liked her. 
She was one of the girls that was sitting there when Victoria was just like talking shit. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, so um, yeah, we'll have to see what happens. Um, and I love when Victoria got the final rose. She was like, yay, like, excuse me, and was like just pushing everyone out of the way. And she's like, will you accept yeah. this rose? And she goes, yes, I'll accept this rose, my king. I'm like, that's that's a 100% of producer's decision right there. Well, again, it's like one of these things where, let's say hypothetically you have, you're on the show for two episodes. Well, those two episodes, you better be you better, better bring that entertainment value in some sort, even if it's goat feet, if it's a dillo, if it's some <laughs> funny remarks, whatever, because otherwise you're just going to be forgotten and your time's over. I mean, if that's what some people that's okay, they're okay with, but I think most of the, most people are going on these shows nowadays, you know, you're going on because <clears throat> you want some airtime, get some followers. Right. Um, last thing, we, we talk about it all the time, people crying on the first night. Do you think it's them being upset they're missing out on love or are they embarrassed to go home the first night? Um, you know, it's always hard to know exactly what it is. It could be a variety of reasons. You know, you've been cooped up for five days and or however long they're cooped up before they even, you know, do this the first rose ceremony or whatever and so it could be a range of emotions you know some people maybe they haven't met a guy for a while and they had this opportunity to meet Matt and he's all great and then they they thought you know they would have a connection with him but they don't they're they're going home um for me I just don't want to go home night one it was for me it wasn't about my connection at all I could care less it was about (laughs) I don't don't want to be embarrassed and go home night one I want to stay around as long as I can for an, an experience for fun uh, to travel and uh yeah and it worked out for you know three weeks five episodes or so so well great great and there we go end of night one end of season premiere joe vore daniel mcguire the bachelor roundup season premiere taken care of we will talk to you guys next tuesday next tuesday yeah isn't it yeah next tuesday the episode's on monday right yeah uh, you're always messing with my outros, Daniel. Daniel's always finding new ways to mess with me. Yeah, I got it. You know, got to make sure you stay on your toes. I like it. I like it. That's what a good co-host does. There we go.